Is this thing on or what? All right, figured I'd lead off. I am marked safe from the Canadian wildfire smoke. Make some noise. It came, it went, it got the fuck out. It's gone. It's no more down Mariah. Maybe in New York City a little bit. Is There is some smoke out there still. Kind of just looks like it's a little cloudy, a little overcast, but we survived. I could say to my grandkids one day, I survived the Canadian smoke wildfire of 2023. And I could say it with a straight face because we got the fuck out of there. Couldn't have done it without anybody. Without your help, I guess. So, leading off June 8th, like I said, marked safe. The wildfire has dissipated. That's the best news in the world. I woke up today, got to work from home, went for a run. We're going to get into those things a little later. But first, we're going to lead off with this date in history. Fun fact from history. History has its eyes on me. This date in history, June 8th, 1949, George Orwell published his last novel, 1984. 1984 is a dystopian novel set in a totalitarian society ruled by Big Brother. Totalitarian is one of my favorite words to say. Ruled by Big Brother, a leader who opposes propaganda, surveillance, and manipulation to control the people. The novel introduced such terms as Big Brother, Doublethink, and Thought Crime into common usage and has had profound influence on discussions about privacy, government surveillance, and civil liberties. Its themes remain relevant today, and it's often cited in debates about these issues. 1984 was George Orwell's last novel published just a year before his death in 1950. It has been translated into numerous languages and continues to be a standard text studied in schools around the world. The novel's publication marked a significant moment in literary history and has left a lasting impact on global culture. All right, so like I said earlier, the smoke is gone, and we are back doing it. I I worked from home today, my first official day ever working from home, where I actually had to do my job from home. It wasn't just like stay at home and make sure you're near your phone type of thing, because my old job kind of there's kind of a secure area going in you know you had to be in a had to be in a thing called a skiff this not so much i just had to pretty much be on teams and have my email open and just answer shit as it comes to you so it's kind of like being in person without the pre- without the people you know i can have twitter open i can have a movie going i can have lunch going but honestly work from home lit as fuck this is all i was doing all day i was just vibing the entire day we're gonna talk about vibes tomorrow but yeah this is all it was I was just having the time of my fucking life today. And I was like, yo, this is the easiest thing in the world. So on Thursdays, I have to be in the office at 8 a.m. You know, takes me about in between 15 to 25 minutes to get to work. I would say it takes about, I think I've clocked it at like 18, 18 minutes. If I'm on the road by 7.42, I'm pulling up in the parking lot at 8 o'clock. So I usually leave at like 7.35 just to leave myself a little buffer. And then I get there like 7.56-ish, get in, get my desk, every, you know, turn my computer on, all that stuff, log in, and I'm good to go by 8. So today, being that there, I was working from home, I turned my alarm 
an hour ahead so I could sleep for an extra hour. So instead of waking up at six to go for a run, I woke up at seven to go for a run. And then I was like, you know what? I can just go for a run because it's working from home. You know, like there's there's going to be downtime. I'll just run. So I slept until like 7.45, woke up, brushed my teeth, took the dog out real quick, turned my computer on. I'm logged in. I'm like, oh, I'm running late. I log, log in. I still have like five, six minutes before I like anything important's happening. So I sit there, I check my email, nothing's there. Check the tickets, nothing's for me. I'm like, all right, well, I'm like in the WhatsApp, I'm like chatting, like, hey, how's everyone's morning? You know, like who's, how's, how's everyone handling the smoke? You know, being kind of chummy. Did that, 15 minutes went by. I'm like, well, that's gonna wrap it up until about 11 o'clock. I went for a run, uh, came home, took a shower, checked back in around 1045 and uh, still had nothing. There was a meeting at one that I never go to during, I don't go to it in person, so there's no reason for me to go to it out of person, so I didn't go to that meeting. And then I'd say around like 2.30, um, I'm not going to say I wrapped it up because there might be a listener that I work with, but I'd say 2.30 was the last uh, last call of the day. I didn't talk to, I, I literally did nothing today working from home. So, I mean, shout out to all the hardworking people that work from home, but you're living a fucking life. I mean, granted, if you're actually hired to work from home, there's probably jobs you're doing. But for me, this was the easiest day I've ever had. It was so peaceful. I didn't have to wear a uniform. I didn't have to shave. I can get up and walk around. You know, I could have the TV going. No one's bothering me. It was awesome. So shout out to the people that work from home. Uh, Couldn't do it without you. But switching gears, you know, that's what we do here. We move gears quick. We're only on on minute seven. And we're rolling through this quick right now. I'm going to have to update the notes, update the bullet points. Get some more bullets going. But big story came out the other day, and of course you didn't see it on social media because it's all controlled by Facebook. That sick fuck Zuckerberg had a uh, little child trafficking ring going on in uh, on Instagram. That like Stanford fucking the Stanford Internet Observatory, which sounds like a, the nerdiest people in the world. It kind of sounds like what I do. It just sounds like a really cooler thing than I do at work. The Internet Observatory. That's what they called my job. It'd be so much better. But anyway, the Stanford Internet Observatory found social media accounts, including minors, advertising SGCSAM on Instagram. Now, for those of you that don't have an acronym dictionary in front of you, have never heard SG-CSAM before. That stands for self-generated child sexual abuse material. Jesus, that's an acronym. That is a mouthful. So what they found is that the platform's recommendation algorithms and direct messaging features are seen as enabling these activities by connecting buyers and sellers of this illicit content. These algorithms suggest related content and accounts to follow based on user behaviors and content consumption, effectively advertising SGCSAM. The SIO also reported that Instagram had allowed users to search for terms linked to SGCSAM. There's no even, yeah, the SGCSAM. They gotta, they gotta shorten that acronym. Although Instagram since has removed this option. So pretty much Instagram and all their infinite wisdom because Instagram's fucking wild. I'm not a fan of Instagram. I use it. It's, I could see why it's addicting because um, it's an addiction. Like it, you really get addicted to it. You're just scrolling nonstop. So pretty much what happened is like they didn't, the algorithm or the engineers, whoever, I guess they'll be have to do something about it. I'm going to assume it was the algorithm and not a physical person who's a pervert was um, allowing search terms and groups to form. And the algorithm was generating 
more content of child trafficking and making it easier for child traffickers to operate in the Instagram space. So algorithms, they're just math equations, basically. And I read a report not too long ago that TikTok, TikTok's algorithm is easily the best, like hands down gold standard of algorithms. Like everyone wishes they had that algorithm. Instagram's trying to get the algorithm like that. So when you start liking videos, or in some cases you speak out loud near your phone, it picks up on it and, or you search something on your phone. So you search pots and pans on Google, right? Your Chrome, or you could do it on anything really. Then your Facebook starts populating ads for pots and pans. And then Instagram starts populating for pots and pans. Everything that's connected, that's tracking you is going to start giving you pots and pans fucking advertising. So the algorithm's designed to just keep pumping content that you want to see because it wants to keep you on the app. And the more you're interested in something, the more it's going to keep feeding it to you. So in this case, the fucking kid diddlers were getting, it just kept reinforcing kid diddling and fucking messaging children and shit. So it just kept reinforcing it. So it's going to build off itself. These algorithms build off itself. So like the more information you put into it, the bigger the output comes basically. Not to get too much in the weeds because that's a bunch of nerd shit. But the more you search for something, the more you're going to see basically. And it's just going to keep compounding on itself. So the Stanford Internet Observatory found large networks of accounts openly advertising CGC SAM with some of these accounts still active even after they were reported to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, the NCMEC. There's too many fucking acronyms. I feel like I'm in the military. Instagram was identified as the most important platform for these networks due to its popularity and user-friendly interface. However, it's important to note that these activities are a violation of Instagram's policies and the company has since taken steps to address this issue. Instagram's parent company, Meta, has set up a task force to investigate these claims and has already taken measures such as removing thousands of SGC SAM-related terms and hashtags from Instagram. Better late than never, right? It's like the problem with these companies and like the internet in general is... They allow it because it just it's just traffic. They're not necessarily worried about what you're doing on their website because the numbers are up until they get caught doing something they shouldn't be doing. And like, oh, wait, we didn't mean to do that. And then the numbers take a hit. The advertisers take a hit. You know what I mean? Like, because you're making the money, you're making the money, you're going for it. It's only when they start hitting the bottom line and it becomes like a national story, which is this, this, this would have kept going on until they got caught. It wasn't, they weren't, they weren't going to stop it because the more people on their app, the better it is, the more money they make. So they were never going to stop it until they got caught. So between 2020 and 2022, Meta dismantled 27 abusive networks and disabled more 140. 490,000 accounts for violating its child safety policies. Again, better late than never. In another report, a trafficking trafficking survivor shared her story about how she was groomed and abducted by someone she met on social media. Predators are known to use platforms like Instagram to disguise themselves and lure children. The NCMEC reported a nearly 100% increase in online enticement of young people in the last year. Sites like Instagram were popular for herding ground hunting grounds for these predators and it's essential for parents and guardians yeah whatever um so basically instagram got caught they're blaming it on the algorithm blaming it on the algorithm being like well we didn't know the algorithm does itself and that is true however you own the fucking algorithm you're in charge of making the algorithm you're hiring these fucking mathematicians to make the algorithm you're having you're hiring engineers to build it to build the code and build all this stuff so it is your responsibility. So you can't be like, oh, it was the algorithm doing it. No, you designed the algorithm. You know what I mean? Like, this is what you wanted. You wanted the most clicks possible, and this is what happens. So 
I'm not all. I'm not for like. This is the kind of shit that's got to be regulated. You know what I mean? Like this is why companies like this should be regulated because they would have never. There's not a shot in hell they would have ever done anything about this until they got caught. That's just not how any of this works. Any company would would rather make more money than less and not self-govern. The only company that, well, the only company we haven't heard anything doing weird shit with is like Apple. Even then, you can look into like their where uh, their their factories in China and how they have like nets surrounding the building so people can't jump out and kill themselves and all that stuff. But other than like, even then, they're just like, yeah, well, you want your iPhone, don't you? So like, I guess it, it falls on us as individuals to accept some kind of moral responsibility. But the companies themselves will never. If they're making more money, they're going to continue to make more money until they get caught. So the only reason this happened is because this study came out. Like if no one ever knew about it, there's no shot. Even if Instagram and Meta knew about this, there's no shot they would stop it. They're just making money. That's what that's what it's about. I don't blame them. You know, you got to do what you got to do. So that's been floating around the news. And what's great, I sarcastically, what's great is that since they control all the information or most of it, you're not going to see it anywhere. And since all their sponsors are in bed with each other, you're not going to see it on like, you're not going to see it painted in that negative of a light. And it's not going to carry that that much weight in the news cycle because, you know, everyone's making, they got to keep the gravy train rolling type of thing. So there's some sick bastards out there. So if you're on Instagram, I mean, it happens all the time though. Like you type in pretty much, if you're an adult, follow one crypto account. And then watch what happens. And this is for dudes. Chicks, I can only imagine what the DMs look like for a girl. Post yourself in a bathing suit and then just see the DMs fill up. Post anything about crypto, you're going to have at least 20 crypto fucking people in there. Be like, oh, you trade crypto? Here, buy my program. Or if you give me a thousand, I can make you 10,000 type of shit going on. So it's just chaotic. It's chaotic evil in Instagram, especially the DMs, which I don't use Instagram DMs. I don't slide into those things. You know what I'm saying? So that's the news in the world. Um, like I said, smoke, we beat that fucking thing. No one's ever, no one's smoking anymore. Working from home, also lit. And now we had a good day today. Today was me and Brady got to hang out all day, working from home. Shout out to them. Tomorrow, we're going to get into the vaccine section of basic training because I know we left off at going to medical for the first time. And I'll explain to you in detail what it's like to get a shot in the military. And if you need multiple shots, what that entails, because this isn't your grandma's fucking doctor. All right. This isn't like, hold your breath and look away. But we're going to get into that tomorrow. So before we go, we have one more thing, and that is going to be the question of the day. I don't have music for that, but we're just going to keep it moving with the segment sounder. So the question of the day. I type in chat GPT. Can you give me a random question for today? That's it. She said, I always refer to ChatGPT as she. She said, here's a thought-provoking question you can use. How do you think the rise of artificial intelligence will affect the job market in the next 20 years? Will it create more jobs than it displaces or vice versa? I think I covered this on a previous podcast, but in 20 years, if we're still working, we did something wrong because they it's going to take over. It's going to take over, I would say, like 99% of jobs are going to be automated or gotten rid of. We're not going to need them anymore. People are, well, people are going to still have to farm. It's like, not if a fucking robot can do it that doesn't need to take the night off or can work in the rain. You know what I mean? Like, And they're going to be like, we can make farms that are vertical instead of taking up all this land. So people would say farmers, they're out. Truck drivers are already out the door with these automated trucks flying around. So they're out the door. Um, you see it at Walmart, any kind of shopping center has the self-checkout. They're done. Fast food done. Um, 
accountants done teachers done um still gonna need a military i'm not just saying that because i'm in the military but you're gonna have to point these ais where to go and if they're in 20 years i think we're gonna have the the ai war will probably be over by then and we're gonna either blow ourselves up or ai is gonna be like we're not making any more weapons like we don't need like let's we're just gonna work the most efficient thing for us to do is work together on everything so i think the whole in 20 years like 20 years is a long time you know how fast this technology moves so i think it's just gonna be like well we don't even need any we don't need countries and shit anymore we're just gonna be like all right ai is kind of in charge at this point but let's just say it doesn't get that far i would say the, still going to need the military just in case. Uh, nothing like throwing bodies on the line. You're going to be throwing AIs at it, like robots, but there's still going to be people in, in the back, you know, just in case the AIs get blown up and you're throwing raw meat at these things. So, and by raw meat, I mean bodies. So, um, still going to have that. You're going to have a government, but I don't think it's going to be as uh, shitty as it is now, to put it <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, I could see it going. I could see. So this is a whole other topic. And, and this is pro- we could probably get into this in a whole other podcast. But if we were as smart as we thought we are, as we think we are as as a race, we or as even as a country, I know other countries already elect like scientists and shit, but we think we're so smart. We're hiring people that have no expertise in anything other than just talking like they're professional politicians, like other than Trump. But look what we got with that. Um, if we were as smart as we, we would hire like scientists or a scientist at least. And I'm talking like the elections would be like, do you want a philosopher or do you want a fucking en- like a computer engineer or do you want a fucking biologist? Do you want, you know what I mean? And you'd pick from there being like, no, we need to change directions and we need to worry about the climate. So we're going to hire, we're going to vote in a climate scientology climate scientist or something you know what i mean so it's going to be more like that definitely in the future if ai isn't just being like well we have ai is going to make like a supercomputer we're just going to this thing's going to pump out the best option for us and we're just going to do it or it's going to do it by itself because it's going to have all these robots by itself but uh i don't think politicians are going to be around because imagine a politician they can't even explain tiktok you know what i mean they're fucking ancient they can't even and like in 20 years I get, I get it. We're going to be hot. We're going to be electing younger people that are more in tune. But by the time the 30 year olds are 50, there's going to be a shitload more technology that they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not going to be able to explain. So I could see politicians just being cut loose. Um, definitely farmers. I would say you're going to still need like tech people, but if this AI only to like enhance the AI a little bit, like tune it, I guess, or keep an eye on it, kind of cage it, I guess. Um, and then eventually that'll probably go away. Um, anything that you need, like secure off the grid type of thing, like nuclear weapons. So like that's where the military comes in that are off the grid. Then yeah, you're going to need some humans still. But other than that, like I think it's going to be very fucking dystopian where no one's going to have to work. Then we have to get a universal basic income, all that stuff going on. So yeah, it's going to definitely displace a lot more jobs, a lot more jobs out the window. And then we're going to just figure out how to handle all that. So that was actually a good question by ChatGPT, and it's funny that it asks an AI question when itself is an AI. So that's always a good sign. <laughs> that's always good. So we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh, again, appreciate the follows, the downloads. You can find Apple, Spotify, Substack. If you click on my link tree, it'll tell you every link that you can click on that brings up the podcast. So again, don't be afraid to click on that. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, big Friday ahead. So week's over, and then we got Juneteenth coming up and a whole bunch of shit. So we'll be seeing you.